Welcome to Story Station, Season 2, Episode 31. In this episode, you can listen to two Australian stories. The first story is titled, Oyon the Curlew. Misfortunate Oyon was terrible at hunting and could not catch an emu for the life of him, so he resorted to something much worse. The second story is titled, The Bun Bun de Louise. When this poor little boy was forced to grow up all alone without his mother, he showed no remorse when he finally came back. Hope you enjoy it! I will read a story called, Oyon the Curlew. Lyrga the hawk, mother of Oyon the Curlew, said one day to her son, Go, Oyon, take out your spears and kill an emu. The women and I are hungry. You are a man. Go out and kill, that we may eat. You must not always stay in the camp like an old woman. You must go and hunt as the other men do, lest the woman laugh at you. Oyon took his spears and went out hunting. But though he went far, he could not get an emu. Yet dare he not return to the camp and face the jeers of the women. Well, they could jeer, and angry could his mother grow when she was hungry. Sooner than return empty-handed, he would cut some of his flesh off of his own legs. And this he decided to do. He made a cut in his leg with his combo, and as he made it, he cried it out. He cried out in pain. But he cut on, saying, Sharper would cut the tongues of the women, and deeper would be the wounds they would make, if I returned without food for him, for them. And crying at each stroke of his combo, he cut off a length of his a piece of flesh, and started towards the camp with it. As he neared the camp, his mother cried out, What have you brought for us, Oyon? We starved for meat. Come quickly. He came and laid the flesh at her feet, saying, Far did I go, and little did I see. But there is enough for all tonight, and tomorrow I will go forth again. The women cooked the flesh and ate it hungrily. But afterwards they felt quite ill, and thought it must be because they ate too hungrily. And the next day they hurried Oyon forth again. And again he returned, bringing his own flesh back. And again they felt quite ill. Then, too, Birga noticed for the first time that the flesh Oyon brought looked different from emo flesh. And she asked him what it was. He replied, What should it be but the flesh of Emu? But Birga was not satisfied, and she said to the two women who lived with her, Go you, tomorrow, follow Oyan, and see whence he gets his flesh. The next day, the two women followed Oyan when he went forth to hunt. They followed at a good distance, that he might not notice they were following. 
Soon they heard him crying as if in pain. When they came near, they saw he was cutting the flesh of his own limbs. Before he discovered that they were watching them, back they went to the old woman and told her what they had seen. Soon, Boyan came back, bringing, as usual, the flesh with him. When he had thrown it down at his mother's feet, he went away and lay down as if tired from the chase. His mother went up to him, and before he had time to cover his mutilated limbs, he saw that indeed the story of the women was true. Angry was she that he had so deceived her, and she called loudly for the other two women, who came running to her. You are right, she said, too lazy to hunt for Emu. He cut off his own flesh, not caring that when we unwittingly ate thereof we should sicken. Let us beat him who did this wrong. The three women seized poor Oyan and beat him, though he cried aloud in agony when the blows fell on his bleeding legs. When the women had satisfied their vengeance, Biarga said, You, Oyan, shall have no more flesh on your legs, and red they shall be forever, red and long and fleshless. Saying which she went, and with her the other women, Oyan crawled away and hid himself. Never again did his mother see him. But night after night was to be heard a wailing cry of, My poor red legs! My poor red legs! But though Oyan the man was never seen again, a bird with long, thin legs, very red in color under the feathers, was seen often, and heard to cry ever at night, even as the Oyan the man cried. My poor red legs, my poor red legs. And this bird always bears the name of Oyan. The end. I hope you enjoyed this story. The next story begins in a moment. I will read a story called The Bun Bun Louise. The mother Bun Bun Louie put her child, a little boy Bun Bun Louie, who could only just crawl into her goulet. A goulet is a sort of small netted hammock, slung by women on their backs, in which they carry their babies and goods in general. Bun Bun Louie, the pigeon, put her goulet across her back and started out hunting. When she had gone some distance, she came to a clump of bunyam, or wattle trees. At the foot of one of these trees, she saw some large elumera, or grubs, which were good to eat. She picked some up and dug with her yam stick round the roots of the tree to get more. She went from tree to tree, getting grubs at every one, that she might gather them all. She put down her goulet and hunted further round. Soon, in the excitement of her search, she forgot the goulet with the child in it and wandered away. Further and further she went from the dunia clump, never once thinking of her, per of her poor baby.
On and on she went, until at length she reached a far country. The baby woke up and crawled out of the goulet. First he only crawled about, but soon he grew stronger and raised himself and stood by a tree. Then day by day he grew stronger and walked alone, and stronger still he grew and could run. Then he grew on into a big boy, and then into a man, and his mother he never saw while he was growing from baby to man. But in the far country, at length one day, Bun Bun Dooley, the mother, remembered the baby she had left. Oh, she cried, I forgot my baby. I left my baby where the dunniest grow in the far country. I must go to my baby. My poor baby, I forgot it. Mad must I have been when I forgot him. My baby, my baby. And away went the mother as fast as she could travel back to the dunia clump in the far country. When she reached the spot, she saw the tracks of her baby, first crawling, then standing, then walking, then running. Bigger and bigger were the tracks she followed, until she saw they were the tracks of a man. She followed them until she reached a camp. No one was in the camp, but a fire was there. So she waited, and while waiting, looked around. She saw her son had made himself many weapons, many opossum rugs, which he had painted gaily inside. Then at last she saw a man coming towards the camp, and she knew it was her baby, grown into a man. As he drew near, she ran out to meet him, saying, Bun Bun Dooley, I am your mother, the mother who forgot you as a baby and left you. But now I have come to find you, my son. Long was the journey, and your mother was weary. But now that she sees once more her baby, who had grown into a man, she is no longer weary, but glad is her heart. And loud could she sing in her joy. Ah, Bun Bun Dooley, my son, my son. She ran forward with her arms out, as if to embrace him. But stern was the face of the Bun Bun Dooley, the son, and no answer did he make with his tongue. But he stooped the ground. But he instead he turned around and strode on to his camp. The end. I hope you enjoyed this story. Thank you for listening to Story Station. We are adding stories as frequently as possible, so check back often. We would love to hear your feedback and any questions you may have. Thank you.